This week on Dice Boys. And welcome to Dice Boys. I'm Blake. I'm the Dungeon Master. And this is episode four of The Lonely Art Collector, which is what we're calling our season one here. If you're just joining us, thank you. But you might be confused. So you might want to start over at episode one or even episode zero. Get a little backstory. If you've been with us this whole time, then you know that last time the players made it safely into Thornrose Tower. Good thing, too. They got beat up by a spider and uh, some blighted vegetation. They explored the tower a little bit before laying down for a rest, and while they were exploring, they found a few interesting things. They saw some stained glass windows that seemed to depict some mysterious backstory about Amadeus and some friends from his past, including the wizard who owned this tower. Speaking of that wizard, Yon Yon, our wizard, laid down in the wizard's bedroom and stared at a painting where he saw a young Amadeus with his adventuring party from the past. And just as everybody was about to get the rest they needed, a thunderous crack shook the tower, and the sounds of intrusion and battle emanated from below, and the last thing the players heard was the blood-curdling scream of Holly Gennaro yelling out as her brother Ellis. Well, we don't really know what happened to Ellis, do we? Let's see if the players find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. So, Alok, you are sleeping soundly. You have fallen asleep to the sound of wind and rain battering against the side of the tower with the occasional crack of thunder. And it was a troubled slumber, as you and Matthias have been talking about, about ghosts right beforehand. Definitely struggling. You've had, you've had a fitful night of sleep that's been punctuated by these peals of thunder. And one particular peal of thunder seems to shake the tower itself you awake to that. Instead of waking to the lulling sounds of the rain, you awake to the sound of battle on the floor below you. And you look over, and Matthias is staring at you wide-eyed. What are you looking at? Well, I'm observing you as you sleep. I believe that there's uh, some fighting going on. Would you like to uh, investigate? Yeah, I heard that. Um... Yeah, let's let's go out into the hall. I believe that you should put some clothes on, though, uh, because you are pu- fully naked. Uh, um, yeah, and I I pull the covers up over me. To <laughs> Would you like some assistance with the I'm total drawing? Yes. Um, no, I got it. I got it. Okay, excellent. Turn around. <laughs> if you say so, it's nothing. Okay, that you I can look seen. if you I'm want. <laughs> it is nothing to me, and is it not autonomy? Anatomy. <laughs> uh, okay, and so I start putting on my my armor as fast as I can. Okay, and as soon as I do, uh, I tell him, "All right, uh, uh, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let Let's go out." Okay, so while that's happening, while you're donning your armor, Dodge, you have a similarly startling 
<gasps> Awakenness, yes. Oh, damn it, I knew this place was haunted. And yes, you wake up to this crashing, thunderous sound of the door below being broken open. And you are on the bottom steps of the spiral staircase leading up to the third floor. And you can hear battle raging below you. I'm going to make my way to the the balcony. To the spiral staircase that leads to the balcony? Like, yeah, downstairs. Okay. So, Yon Yon, you and Biggle are inspecting this painting, and you hear the shattering of glass and the thunderous sound of this door bring, being broken open and the sounds of battle. Oh my god, what was that? It seems we have company, Biggles. There's not supposed to be anyone else here! Dodge, as you are heading toward the staircase, you hear a blood-curdling scream, which you recognize as Holly's voice, yelling out, No! Ellis! Yeah, I'm double time. Okay. I want to try to... I'm going to basically take a peek over the balcony to kind of see what I can see, and if I can't see much, I'm going to head immediately downstairs so, just in a cl- sneaky way. Okay, just to clarify spatially, the... The stairway that leads from the floor that you're on spirals down to the balcony. So looking down from the top of that stairway, you can only see the balcony. I'm just going to head straight down the stairs and go to the balcony and just kind of poke my head up over it. Great. Sneakily. Yon Yon, you and Biggle emerge from the room in time to see Dodge at the far end of the hallway about to descend the stairs. And it's at that moment that the bedroom door where Matthias and Alok were sleeping pops open and they come piling out. It seems like we don't have too much time, boys. Dodge has already made his way to the balcony. What would you like to do? I don't know, boss. What do you think? Should, should we go after him? Should, what do you think? Just go ahead and go down the hall and we'll follow you shortly. Yes, you put on all of your armor for this, so I think we should do it. <laughs> at the very least. Uh, 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 okay. Um, okay, so I make my way over towards... Toward Dodge? Toward Dodge. Dodge, you were... descending. You were descending down the staircase. Are you trying to do this stealthily? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. The only way I know how. 16. Okay. So, you come down the stairs, and... You sense that Alok is shortly behind you, but you have, you, you maintain your focus on the task at hand and you come down the stairs onto this soft carpeted balcony and you can hear the sound of battle subsiding. Holly yells out, Hans, how could you? And you creep toward the edge of the balcony. You hear two dogs just barking and just all this scuttling and you see a number of figures down there there are the two aforementioned dogs as well as holly the dead body of ellis the wood elf that had the short beard and there are a number of humans they're they're actively engaged in corralling holly and her, her two remaining brothers the twins getting them bound up there's one human in particular that is yelling orders get them get them into the banquet hall put them away tie them up he yells 
orders to a couple of these humans and says, Jens, Jürgen, check the rest of the tower and make sure there's no one else. And he walks menacingly over toward Holly. Holly, do you have any more brothers here that you wish to tell me about? And Holly just stone faces him. She kind of spits at the floor as she's being held by these two female humans. Am I like seeing this guy's back and she's facing me? Yes. But the humans are also facing me. Yeah, you're kind of peeking over the banister a little bit. And you can see that two humans are beginning to make their way up the stairway to your left. Hans yells at them and says, Wait, Jens, Jürgen, take Henry with you. See if you can get some use out of this lummox. And then you see a huge half-orc coming up the stairs behind them. And he has... He has a bow tie. <laughs> in, 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 inexplicably, like he's not wearing a suit or a tux. He's just, he's wearing a bow tie. Dress for the job you want, you know? <laughs> Don't dress for the job you got. Dress for the job you want. He begins to follow these two like humans Like no up. shirt and a bow tie? Or Correct. He's ready like to Chippen, party. Like Chippendale style? He's ready style? to party, yeah. How, how tight are his pants? Sorry. We need <laughs> oh man, Henry sounds cool. Need a little bit more description on this guy. <laughs> is this half-orc in good shape or is he kind of like pot belly? Sinewy. And... Yeah, are we like talking Patrick Swayze or are we talking uh, Chris Farley? <laughs> or Chris Farley. Which, which, which way on the, on the spectrum are we? Uh, we're talk, They're we're both talking, good dancers. Uh, John Senna. We're talking John Senna half-orc. Oh shit. And he's got a huge cudgel. Oh, what, is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> <laughs> you can see the outline of nice. his cudgel. He's, kind of, <laughs> he's got a huge cudgel. <laughs> cudgel is... Cudgel is oh, bulging. And you, Dodge, you realize you have mere moments before yeah. they're up on the balcony. Um, I'm going to just briefly look behind me and see if I can see if he's if uh, Alok has come down the stairs. Alok, are you heading down the stairs at this moment? Uh, I see myself kind of at the top of the stairs. Like I imagine he was already kind of descending yes, when I correct. started making my move over there. So yeah. I'm probably barely at the top of it. So yeah, you can see his feet okay. on the top visible okay. stairs, slowly, tentatively making their way down. And I'm imagining this balcony is like a horseshoe, basically. Like it's sort of... Yeah, it covers the whole back end of... Yeah, but there's like a It's a like a half wall. Moon. Right. Uh, I'm going to make my way stealthily away from the stairs towards the wall to the left. So you're going to go to the opposite wall from where they're coming up the stairs? Yes. Which is the only thing over there, other than the stained glass windows, two of which are broken now. There's shattered stained glass on the carpet. The only thing over there is the elevator door, the dumbwaiter door, which was open from when Biggle rode it up to the balcony and confusedly came out to join you guys. And how high up is this balcony? The balcony is about 12 feet high. Okay. And so you're going to make your way stealthily over toward the dumbwaiter? Yes. And just to be clear, there's nothing to hide behind over there. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'm hiding under the I'm, I was thinking like there's a railing or like some kind of barrier on this balcony and that I would be out of line of sight from where the stairs are coming up. So I can kind no, of... No, so imagine a circle. Right, and like the bottom half of it. There's a line drawn from like 9 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Right. And the front door of this tower is at 6 o'clock, 
and the balcony extends from nine o'clock to three o'clock and the stairs curve up to nine o'clock and three o'clock. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So the balcony, the stairs the were balcony below, railing like in is the straight. Middle. What's that? I thought the stairs were in the middle. No, they, they kind of curve up the sides of the tower. And which stairs are these guys going to? They're, they're on the ones, as you're looking down over the balcony, they're on the ones to your left. Okay. Curving from like six o'clock to three o'clock. Yeah, I will go to the right then. Okay. Away from them. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The, to, like to the other Just to stairway. keep like this railing in between yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Great. that I can, and I'm going to kind of stop because the, the next spiral staircase is in the middle, like at 12 o'clock basically. Um, the, yes, the, the one that leads up to the second floor is at 12 o'clock basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go kind of make my way to the top of that staircase, kind of keeping low and I'm going to just be listening for their approach to see if they like go up farther or what they're doing and I'll go either down or up from there. Okay. Give me a stealth roll. 19. You time it just in time. <laughs> but skinny your teeth. You operator. duck behind the railing on this other set of stairs right as they come up to the balcony. You can hear them kind of like, come on, Henry. <laughs> Fancy Henry. <laughs> <laughs> They're making enough noise that I could assume that A-Lock can hear their approach. Yes. And A-Lock, you hear the name Fancy Henry spoken and you immediately have a cold chill run up your spine because Fancy Henry. you remember... When you were kind of just trying to grind out some sort of work and doing some kind of shady shit in the town of Goldcrest before you moved to Clifftide with your family and you were kind of like a enforcer for hire, you remember this just idiot other half-orc that also got hired for a lot of the same jobs as you who was just a piece of shit. He was just an asshole, just a complete idiot, but really vicious and psychopathic almost. And he wore a bow tie. That was his thing. He he called himself Fancy Henry. Does his bow tie have like polka dots on it? Sure. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> he can't pull off solids. <laughs> <laughs> biggest what? insult ever. <laughs> The bowtie community is having a fit right now. Basic kind of color scheme. That gives you pause at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And Dodge, you see them heading kind of quick stepped for the stairs. Alok, what do you do? Um, I imagine I'm kind of moving with a little bit of haste because I'm eager to hear or see what's gone down on the floor below me. Mm -hmm. And so I am moving with a lot of momentum and I hear Fancy Henry. It takes me a second to register and I maybe take one step down. I don't know if how close everyone is behind me, but I kind of just like put my arms out to the side because I know someone else that I know, first of all, is here, but I know that he's a shady guy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't want to let on that I'm here mm -hmm. or that my team's behind me. So I'll put my arms out to kind of block them. And I don't know how close they are, but they might run into my back if they're following pretty, pretty yeah, I'm leisurely, behind I'm me. leisurely walking behind you as if like none of this matter. Like I'm with my buds in a hotel walking down the stairs to get a drink at the bar. Like that's kind of how I'm just like, dum, da, dum, da, dum. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put my arms out to brace everybody, and I'm not gonna take a step further down. I'm gonna try to back up if I can. Are you Are you trying to be stealthy at all? I'm trying to be stealthy. Okay. Yeah. Give me a stealth roll. That's gonna be a twenty-one. Oh, Ooh, noise. nice. Noise. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matthias, you run into Alok's stiffened back on the stairs. Mm. I want to turn around and give you kind of like a shh. Uh, finger to my lips, kind of like don't speak, and I'm gonna sing- signal to everyone else behind me, bosses included. Oh, we're not, we're not behind you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you just no, sent we, us off. We let we're you guys go. We're down still there. at the. Other, you think they're behind the you, but it's just me. <laughs> it's just Matthias. I see him, and then I, I look for the bosses, and then I, I realize they're 45 feet away from me, and I still put my finger <laughs> to my lips. I'm just standing okay. there with my arms up. I, what? <laughs> yeah, you can barely even see yeah, what's happening. Yeah, Matthias is going to sit down on the steps just next to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to grab you. I'm going to pick you up, <laughs> and I'm going to, like, walk backwards. If you drag your legs out, it's going to look like you're just, like, dead weight. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I do. Yeah, you pick up Matthias and slowly drag him back up the steps. And, Dodge, you can hear that these two humans are too busy kind of mocking fancy henry and his bow tie to really take notice of what's happened they're feeling a little cocky apparently because they've just come in and handily taken care of these wood elves and they they feel like the tower is their domain now yeah right so dodge will come back to you in a second but let's stick with the other four alok you've brought matthias to the top of the stairs and you know that these three people one of them being fancy henry are heading toward the stairs toward you guys what do you all do i want to kind of whisper to matthias that i think so the stairs wrap around the outside of the tower right this this set of stairs that you guys came down is just a spiral staircase that is kind of on the back of the tower okay okay so i want to kind of position me and him right around the lip of it like maybe the blind turn of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and tell him or whisper to him I know that name it's not a good one you mean the elf that was killed yes we all knew no, him we met no, him no no oh, Nancy th- Henry oh I know this guy he's bad news we need to take him out can you tell me which one he is oh you'll see him he looks so stupid. He's got a stupid little bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> if I know him, he's got the stupidest bow tie on. Okay, so I we are two kids, Ivan, with the bow tie? You know what? Leave the bow tie guy to me. What are you guys whispering about? Oh, my God. We're talking about the fancy Henry man. And you hear from below you, I think I hear voices, Hans. There's somebody else up here. And they're making their way to the stairs quickly. Do I hear that from yeah? Oh yeah, the you all hear. So it. I immediately wave my arms for you guys to come into the back room where we're standing. Uh, question about the positioning. So the spiral staircase is it goes like up like a tube to the next level, and we're on the top of that. Is there any vantage point of the balcony from that next level? No, you would have to, to be able to be able to see the balcony. You mean mm-hmm. no? To be able to see the balcony from the level you guys are on you would have to only be standing at the top of the stairs and you could barely make out any of the balcony from So there. it is a, a full circle 
with a spiral staircase in the middle. To going up to the next floor. That's the floor we're on, right? The floor you're on right now, the spiral staircase is in the middle, heading up to the third floor. There's another spiral staircase that led you up to this floor that's oh, okay. on the back of the so tower. So there's, n- there's no vantage point but being... Right up against the lip of it. Correct. Okay. So, yes, you, Matthias, and Alok are on the edge of this spiral staircase leading down to the balcony. Mm-hmm. You have the option to stay there and wait for these people to come to you, which is going to happen very quickly. Or you can run down to engage them not knowing who else is down there. Or you can retreat into the hallway behind you where Yon-Yon and Biggle are, near the spiral staircase in the center leading up to the third floor. Should we go back to our room and wait for them to investigate and then get the jump on them, if you will? Hell no. This is the point where we get the jump on them. Trust me. Well, excellent, then. And I will move... uh, to where the dumbwaiter is, just off to the side, and I will pull out a couple throwing knives and just get them ready to go. Okay. Do I see him pull out those knives? Yeah, you see him kind of skirt his way over there. Yan Yan, they're about to do something stupid. They're about to do something stupid. We got to stop them right now. So the way I see it is this is a good distraction for me and you to go find the painting. Oh, interesting. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're good friends, Pickles. Two halves of a brain. <laughs> Well, I guess if we can get out of here and we don't have to split the reward, and yeah, I'm in. I don't, I don't mean we should just ride out Bolt, but we should. Let's just, let's just hang back here and see what happens, like we always do. Fine by me. Okay, so Dodge, you see the quickened, hastened footsteps of these two leather-clad humans pulling out bloody swords, followed by the lumbering psychotic steps of this half-orc. And they begin to ascend the steps. And when they begin to ascend, I'm going to take a peek down in the middle. Okay. So you see down in the middle, you see Holly bound up. There is a dark like shoulder-length, shoulder-length hair, dark hair human in black leather with red embroidering. And he is talking to Holly quietly. There are two dogs that are barking and there's Ellis's dead body and there is another leather clad human who is kind of muscly and he has dark curly hair and a curled lip and he's dragging the bound body bound bodies of the two twin elves into the banquet hall which is on which side it's it's to the right of the hallway okay these two dogs are held by two female humans in similar dark leather. You can hear Hans say, I tried to give you an opportunity, Holly, and now it seems you are no longer in a position to bargain. I want the painting. I want my grandfather's dagger. You've lost one brother. How many more brothers will you lose before this night is over? Oh, now I wish this place was haunted. I'm going to make my way over to the dumbwaiter. Okay. Stealthily. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. <laughs> Just go ahead and assume that all, all of it's going to be stealth. That is a 21. All right. Yes, you creep unnoticed to the open door of the dumbwaiter. When it gets to its destination, the door there opens automatically, Correct. right? Yeah, that's what happened to Biggle. And it's pretty dark in here right now? Yes, at this point, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to 
turn on the drift globe and put it in the dumbwaiter and send the dumbwaiter down a level. Okay. And then I'm going to go back to the other side. Great. So as soon as you throw the lever, the door slowly shuts. Everyone hears the kunk, 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 kunk of this dumbwaiter as it goes down. It's just needle across the record. Everyone stops what they're doing. Jens and Jürgen with Fancy Henry on the stairs stop, and everyone kind of looks over in the direction of the dumbwaiter. You hear Hans say, What is that? What is that sound? Jaeger, go investigate. And this curled lip, muscular human that you saw drag the two bodies of the wood elves into the banquet hall runs toward the kitchen where this sound is kind of terminating. (laughs) (laughs) And where are you now? As soon as I see that guy, I would, where did you run to? I was started making my way back to the other side again because the, the globe is going to come down right beneath me basically. Yeah. And down into the kitchen. Yeah. So I am going to, as soon as I see that guy show up again, I'm going to, I want to make my way to the banquet hall as quickly as possible. I'm assuming what I would have to do is literally jump off of the balcony and run to the door. Yeah. Or cross the balcony and go down the stairs on that side. And how close is the banquet hall to the the bottom of the stairs? Mm, 15, 20 feet. I want to, I want to, I want, I want you to use that whip here, man. I want to see it. <laughs> I know. I think I know where your head's at. Dun, dun, I, I dun, need. Dun, I fucking dun, need it. Give it to me. Dun, dun, I'm ready for it. Dun. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. What are you gonna do? I'm going to as quickly and stealthily as possible jump down a level, run to the banquet hall, and try to free I, those. Guys. I'm just gonna be. I, I very clear about this. There's no way you can do that stealthily. You would basically be jumping down right in front of Hans and these two women and the two dogs. <laughs> Like, in, there's nothing to hide behind. Just you take would, your shirt off first so they're right freaked now, out. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no way you can jump down into right, this just kidding. small... Just kidding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go across back to the other staircase on the left uh-huh. and make my way down it. And I want to basically kind of try to catch Holly's eye. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, if I can get her attention, I want to slide her my dagger... Ooh. while they're investigating Ooh. this stuff that's going on in the other room. So you would go down the staircase that's close to the closest to the kitchen, which is where Jaeger has ran. So you are effectively standing on the stairway above where Holly is kind of bound up in uh in that case can <laughs> God I just, damn it, can we just land on something? <laughs> can I just sneak down and untie her? Like is she right up against the back of the staircase like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That sounds much better. Okay. Way better option than any All right. <laughs> we, we got there. We, we got figured it out. finally figured it out. <laughs> roll no, roll wait, for identifying like, now. leap off the fucking back of the balcony. This, this, tower, is like, the this tower is like House of Leaves. Like, where's the doorway now? Where's the stairway now? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Give me a stealth roll. And I'm going to roll a bunch of dice for all these people that are down here. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yo, dog! Tell me what you rolled. It's a one. I've rolled a lot of ones in this game. All those nineteen, man. Rolled a lot of ones. You rolled so many good stealth rolls, and this is the one that really mattered. Yeah. Where's my inspiration at? Are you guys waiting on forgive me inspiration? Well, I was gonna God give it to you if you yeah, did it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's too late. All right. Now. So here's what happens. You put the drift load in the dumb waiter. It makes this loud sound. Everyone looks that way. You run the other way. 
and you see you might have an opportunity to run down the stairs and cut Holly free. But as you do that, Hans, after asking Jaeger to run into the kitchen and investigate, turns back to Holly just in time to lock eyes with you as you have one hand on the banister of the railing and another hand holding your dagger ready to cut her free. And he says, oh, hello, cowboy. (laughs) Well, hi there, mister. I'm freelance, uh, just to get that out of the way right right at the beginning. Um, Seems you've stepped into something deeper than your childish britches can handle. I have to tell you, that is a very astute observation. He looks at the two women holding the dogs, and he says, Yasmina, Yosefina, tie up our new cowboy well, friend. Now hang on a minute. Now hang on a minute, mister. It doesn't have to come and be like that between us. I I get the sense that we're of a similar, well, we're cut from the same cloth, so to speak. That's yet to be seen. And they continue to make their way towards you. Well, listen, why don't we just talk it out? Why don't we just talk it out? We don't got to get to tying up. I'll tell you what. We have just a nice quick one-on-one. I'm going to tell you right now, that was me with the dumbwaiter thing. And the and the, there's nothing to worry about over there. That was just my chicanery and whatnot. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, we could just talk it out. And if you guys don't like me, you can just, you know, stab me in the face or whatever. And <laughs> be done with it right then and there. At this, you see the two humans that had gone toward the staircase to go up have their crossbows now they're at the edge of the balcony and they have their crossbows trained on you yeah shoot it shooting works too that's that's just fine with me hans says i don't think you're in a position to bargain yasmina tie him up if he fights and resists jens jürgen fill him full of arrows no 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 it's all right it's all right and he looks at holly and says you keep strange company. Is this one of your brothers, this human? As I said before, freelance uh, for hire. So, so I, <laughs> you are know. you going to willingly <laughs> let them tie you yes, up? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So they do that. They tie you up and they bring you down the stairs. Your feet are free. Okay. But they take your weapons off of you and throw them toward the banquet hall. Okay. And they throw you on the floor next to Holly. I mean, I'm as soon, like, my hands are behind me. Yeah. Immediately going to start trying to untie them bad boys. Great. (laughs) Immediately. The rest of you are upstairs. You hear all this commotion, and you hear Dodge's voice echoing in the room below. And you know that, at this point, that he's been found out. A-Lock, you can see from the top of the stairs the paused, uncertain body of Fancy Henry looking at the stairs, looking back at these other two, not really sure what to do. As I'm at the top of the steps, I am kind of wondering what's taking so long, like I thought they were coming up. And so I'll kind of peek my head around, noticing no one's there. I might take one or two steps down and like squatting and see if I can see at the base of the steps, if I see anything. And seeing him there, I will signal back to Matthias. I'll put my finger to my lips again. <laughs> and I will I will back up uh to come up the steps and uh just ready a posi- like ready my position in case they do come up again. So you all are just basically holding position on the second floor. Yon Yon, you and Biggle, you are 
just standing by the foot of the stairs leading up to the third floor trying to decide, do we wait and let this play out or? No, 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 no. Definitely. No? Definitely. Just, yeah. We've de- decided. Yeah. Definitely. At this point, we both know that we're going to third floor, but hearing everyone hearing of obvi- it, we would hear, I assume we would hear they've been tied up and hear all this commotion. We're only mm-hmm. a floor up. I am going to cast unseen servant mm-hmm. and tell him to go downstairs and untie Dodge and Jesus. Uh, brilliant. Holly. Fucking brilliant. Unseen servant, baby. So yeah, a silhouette of a person appears and okay, go ahead and go untie uh the human named Dodge and a wood elf woman and he'll start making his way down the stairs. And then at that point we'll both You guys suck. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear. Unseen servant is basically a invisible person. Person, yeah. That you so, yeah, can have a, do a mundane task. A mundane task, like untie things. He can pick. Open they a can door, pick things up. Open door. Grab um, a potato. Grab a potato. Yeah. Eat a potato. Eat a potato. <laughs> yeah. Operate dumb waiter. Operate <laughs> dumb waiter. I have an and the duration of it is an hour. So okay, is it concentration? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Which means I can't use any other concentration spells. Okay. Yowzers! This is getting. It is actually we're in banana not town a now. concentration. This is ba- oh, okay. Wow. Yes. Okay, we're in banana uh, banana tower. Is what this has become. This is banana third tower. tower. My ass, banana tower. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, Dodge. Yeah. As I'm untying, I'm talking to Hans. Okay. He looks at you and he says, "What is your business here?" Mr. I'm sorry, I, I did catch your name of Hans earlier. Um, I'm a name of Dodge. That's me. I'm Dodge. Uh, you know, I'm just, as I said before, freelance. I don't know if you heard me mention that, but uh, yeah, just out here. Uh, in fact, I did hear you mention a painting earlier. I couldn't help, uh, couldn't help myself. I do apologize, but uh, I happen to know where that is. Uh, I found it as I was, uh, you know, messing around up topside and whatnot. Um, tell you what, I don't know, Miss real well uh that is to say we're not close but uh holly looks at you and gives you just a death glare (laughs) but uh i could probably uh you know i might be able to help you all out and uh you know for a modest fee very modest fee extremely modest she looks at you and says (laughs) she looks at you and says (laughs) i should have known better than to let you in here hey listen i mean you know yeah, well, come from the dirt, go back to the dirt. That's what I always say. <laughs> right on. We just Joe Dirt now. <laughs> Life's God dig it. So listen, hands. What uh, hands? <laughs> what do you say, Mister? Give me a persuasion check. That's a fifteen. Okay. Hans looks back at the two females holding the two dogs, and they just they give him a stern stare and shake their heads, and he says. I'm intrigued. You say you know where the painting is. That's that's right. Is it on the third floor with the aviary? Or is it on the fourth floor with the laboratory? As a matter of fact, it is in the basement. Didn't know about that, did you? In the basement? Yes. In the crypt? That's right. There's some uh, there's some spooky goings on down there. I, I can tell you can handle yourself in a, in a tough situation, but... Uh, yeah. I don't believe you for a second, cowboy. There is no crypt in the basement. Well, it's spooky anyway. I don't know, man. Seemed like a crypt to me. I- I'm not well versed in these things. 
he turns to one of the women and he says, gag this fool. It was worth a shot. But as they are gagging you and you're struggling behind your back with these bonds, you feel sweet touch. <laughs> you feel inexplicably soft hands <laughs> soft lotioned hands it's not you're not you're not Callous afraid of it too hands. you know you know what's happening some wizard stuff right yeah, here some i reckon wizard shit untying your bonds for you it's like a calming wind you feel the look of holly she gives you a wide-eyed look and i just give her a wink and she gives you a wink back and as these two are going to walk away from me after gagging me i would like to try to pickpocket a dagger off of one of them <laughs> just going for broke the, the, two, the two women after yeah. they yeah they're like gagged me and then yeah it's... <laughs> come on i love it i i love it but your hands just aren't you're they're not okay. free All yet right. yeah i'll allow it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll let that slide <laughs> Oh man, stuff is popping off in this tower. I, all right, just a real quick peek behind the DM screen. I actually love it when the players split the party. Helps keep the pacing of the story going. I love having huge initiative orders with tons of people. This one I think had 12 or 13. Something just absolutely bananas. That being said, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it, as always. I wanted to make sure you knew we have a website. You can get in touch with us. It's diceboys.com, and that's boys spelled B-O-Y-Z, diceboys.com. And there's a little contact link on there, and you can send us an email, which I would absolutely love. Any questions you have, anything you want to bring up about the podcast, about the characters, about the world, about my DM style, anything, everything, go ahead and send us an email. Also... We're looking for voicemails that we can share at the end of every episode. You got a great story about D&D, something fun you did, something that your friend did that pissed you off, <laughs> anything. There's a voicemail number on there. You can call, leave us a little voicemail, and we'll play it at the end of an episode. We want to share as many stories as we can on this podcast and use this, use this tool to share as much as we can because we know there's people out there doing great stuff. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but just as a reminder, we're also on Instagram and Twitter, Dice Boys Podcast. Oh, I think I think there's supposed to be an at in there. I don't do Instagram or Twitter. I think it's at Dice Boys Podcast. Uh, yeah, reach out that way if that's easier for you than on uh, on the website. Last but not least, leave us a review, please, please, please. That helps us so much. If you could just leave a review on whatever podcast service you're using, that helps us get in the ears of other people and helps. Actually, you know what? I don't even really know how that stuff works, to be honest with you. I just know that it does. It's kind of like my my cell phone. I know that it works. I don't know how. Magic, maybe. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get back to the table and roll some more dice.
So, Dodge, you see coming out of the kitchen at this moment as your hands are getting untied. You see coming out of the kitchen, illuminating this whole main floor is this curly-lipped, curly-haired, buff human holding your drift globe. And your drift globe is shining this light all around and casting these weird shadows. And he just comes out and he says, It's just... It seems like it's just a big light that got sent down in the thing. Yeah, I'm just wrapping the rope back around my wrists and holding it there. So it seems like I'm still tied up. Hans looks at you and says, Oh, so you're not alone, are you, cowboy? And he looks up at the balcony at the two that had the crossbows. And at Fancy Henry, and he says, Continue the sweep of the tower. Matthias, at the top of the stairs, you and Alok hear this and you hear the thudding steps of fancy henry coming up the stairs um yeah i shoot a glance to a lock and then uh give him a nod yeah give him a nod we do the navy seal signs yeah. like okay eyes connecting yeah um i'm right by the the dumbwaiter are there any like levers to like call the dumbwaiter give me an investigation okay uh that's gonna be a 14 you see a stone in the wall next to the dumbwaiter mm-hmm. that is round, like a, a, a perfect sphere mm-hmm. and polished smooth versus all the other stones, which are just kind of like the rough hewn tower stones. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to press the stone. Okay. Yeah. You all hear a <laughs> as this thing begins to reascend and dodge you see the commotion of everyone downstairs as and the dogs start barking again yasmina and yosefina are holding on to the chains for these dogs and hans is freaking out and he's pointing orders and he's yelling up at the balcony i'm gonna i'm gonna let go of the rope grab um holly's arm and i'm gonna dash up the stairs behind us okay all right, you roll. Stealthily? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, one of the two women, Yasmina, sees that as the dogs are barking and sees you guys running up the stairs as the two crossbow-wielding ones up on the balcony and Fancy Henry are making their way up the spiral staircase. They see that. She yells out, They're getting away! Let's the dog go and it starts running after you and the other one turns and sees that and lets the dog go as well lets her dog go as well why can't this place just have been haunted holly looks at you and says i hope you know i was just putting on a ruse with the filthy human thing i don't think that now's the time (laughs) (laughs) it's getting spicy uh you see her eyes go green like glowing green she looks at you and she says indeed at this point, shit is popping off way too much for me to not have you guys roll initiative. So we're going to roll some dice, and I'm going to make a million notes. Just just so we're clear, I have nine NPCs to roll for. I'm probably going to group them a little bit. Cool. Whatever you got to do. So I'm going to group Jens and Jurgen and Fancy Henry together. And then I'm going to group Yasmina and Josefina together. And... Jaeger will be on his own, and Hans will be on his own, and Fifi and Fufu. Are those the dog's names? 
Of course. <laughs> Fifi and Fufu. That's a good dog name. I'm not even going to bother with bonuses here. This is going to take a second. Do, 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 Fortunately for you guys, I'm rolling so poorly. Perfect. Because I did too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, at this point I'm gonna I'm gonna go around the table and get your guys' initiative rolls. Dodge, what'd you roll? Fourteen. Biggle. Fifteen. Yon yon. Twenty-three. Yowzers. A lock. Twenty-three minus twenty. So three. Okay. That's a big minus on that roll, my dude. Yeah. Thanks. That's the way the dice rolls. <laughs> Matthias. 19. Oh, my God. Uh, so, despite my best efforts to not do this till we're way late in the podcast, I do have an initiative order that <laughs> that has over 10, exactly 10. Congratulations well, here to we go. us, golf the players. Clap. I, want, I want this golf clap. Let's break the DN's brain. <laughs> it's officially us playing D&D now, because that's Welcome the way Welcome to it Dice goes. Boys, <laughs> where it gets actually real. This is this is a this is a Blake campaign. Get Why, dicey. It wouldn't be a Blake campaign without a million initiative orders. And everybody being confused. So, <laughs> yeah. Yon-Yon, you hear the sound of the dumbwaiter being triggered and a bunch of commotion and people coming up the stairs. What would you like to do? As you see Alok and Matthias ready themselves. I am going to make my way over to where the spiral staircase starts to um, like go up. The one that goes up to the next floor? Yeah, and I kind of, I imagine that it's exposed yeah. slightly. So yeah, I just kind of want to make my way up it sort of an midway advantage. Midway up? Midway up to an advantage point where I can see the... Other spiral staircase yep. coming up yep. and just ready in action. Which is what and triggered by what? Grease. Best and spell. If anybody in the comes book. up it. <laughs> if anybody comes uh, if anybody comes up it, it's basically like if you imagine you're like a grease upstairs. If they yes. slip down them, uh, oh they fall God. prone, which basically gives a, a prone creature its only movement option is to crawl unless it stands up and ends the condition. It has disadvantage on attack rolls, and attack rolls against it have advantage if the attacker's within five feet. Otherwise, it's disadvantage. They'll never see this one coming. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So if anyone comes up the stairs, you're going to fire off the grease. Matthias, you see the hulking body of Fancy Henry making his way up the stairs, followed by two crossbow-wielding humans in leather armor. Matthias is going to walk kind of up toward the spiral staircase to a point where he can see I assume Fancy Henry is the first one walking yes. up um, and he is going to throw one of the knives in his because he has a knife in each hand going to throw one at Fancy Henry nice and that is going to be a 15 hits slams him right into the shoulder for four damage four knife damage yes uh, and then he is going to now he seems enraged yeah he's going to retreat back to the Back toward the dumbwaiter. Back waiter. toward the dumbwaiter. Okay, great. Back down the hall. Awesome. Dodge, you're standing on the balcony with Holly. You just hear, This one's for you, cowboy! And a crossbow bolt comes flying toward you. Does a 13 hit you? Sure does. All right. And it hits you squarely in the chest for six damage. 
That hurts real bad. You weren't wearing your vest, bro? Huh? I have I have leather armor on. It's a leather vest. <laughs> <laughs> leather Kevlar. Yeah. With fringe. <laughs> Biggle. You see Yon Yon scurry up the stairs, and you see Matias at the other stairway huck a knife down, and you can hear the grunts of people coming up the stairs. What would you like to do? I would like to cut my hands in front of my face, mm-hmm. and I will yell down the hallway, You're doing great, boys! Just keep <laughs> it up! You're doing great! And then I'm going to take the dash action and run up the stairs. Ooh, that's good. That's real. Thanks, boss. That's good. Thank you. I would love to take the action from two floors to three floors. Just do a better job, dude. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't put that ball in our court. Fair enough. It's all you, man. Dodge, you've just had this crossbow bolt bury itself in into you. And as you're <laughs> coughing a little bit of blood, you just hear from upstairs, doing great, guys. <laughs> what would you like to do? Doesn't seem like a boss. How far away is the, on the, the floor below me is the... As the crow flies is the dining room. Door. The dining room is, it's almost directly below you. Like you're standing on the balcony heading, right? Or yeah, we're coming, coming, coming up, up the stairs, stairs yep. toward the balcony. Yep. It's almost directly below you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to jump down and run in there. Okay. Give me, mm, I want to say acrobatics. Acrobatics. Yeah. Because you got to jump off this banister and it's 12 feet up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna do like a cool roll. Okay, you better do a cool roll, otherwise you're gonna take some damage. That's a 14. Decent roll. <laughs> <laughs> decent, decent cool roll. Yeah, you you land and try and use your momentum to roll, uh, roll out your momentum, but you do take one bludgeoning damage when you land. It, you feel this vibration on your ankle. You just didn't time it quite right. Okay, I'm gonna run in there. Okay, you see in the dark. The bound figures of Al and Powell. I'm going to go untie one of them. Okay. <laughs> Just one of them, though. Well, I, f- I don't think I can get both done on my turn. Right. Eventually, I'll do both. Pause. I forgot to roll initiative for Holly and for the other. So I'm going to do that and throw that in there. Yeah, so sorry. it's actually... Tw- it's 13. It's 13 people. <laughs> it's longer yeah, do, you have, do you have any more that you want to throw in there? <laughs> so clap. Well, you know, in my head... You guys wouldn't do it all or not. What about the blights and stuff? Can you throw those in too? Can <laughs> yeah. Bust through the door. The, do- the door creeps open and here comes a bunch of pines. <laughs> the door opens up and then all the blights come out. Shambling mound. <laughs> Shambling mound and tentacle assholes just appear. All right. Portal the opens base, up. The, the basement door up. bursts open. <laughs> the gates of hell open up and start <laughs> spilling out demons. Okay, so Dodge, you run in there and I'm, I'm going to say that you are able to start untying them. Okay. But the knots are sturdy, and it's not going to be effective right away. Just to be clear, <clears throat> their bodies are in between me and the door. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, you pivot around them yeah, yeah. in case oh, anyone yeah. happens to come in this yeah, room. with a crossbow, for example. <laughs> we call that partial cover. So these people that you're saving, in turn, also turn into shields. Yes. Yeah. Optimization. Hey, when you're at one HP, you gotta do what yeah, you gotta dude, do, Die man. behind the couch, yeah. of course. <laughs> So you hear Holly's voice from above yell out something at Hans. I'm sorry for looking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Burly. It's a good something. You hearty yell. Yeah. She says, you were never welcome in these woods to begin with. And you just see Hans, his whole body illuminates for a second with this green flame around him.
and he hisses and recoils at that. Unfortunately, the next thing you see is this snarl-lipped, muscular human running into the room that you just ran in. As you are bent down, untying the bound body of one of these elves, he pulls out his cudgel and tries to bring it down on you. Partial cover though, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's right. You... (laughs) He's exposed. You use the body of this elf that you're untying. You scoot that body in between between you and the cudgel and it smacks right down onto the neck of this elf who you've been untying and we're almost there and he falls unconscious oh my God. in your hands. God damn it. I'm sure his twin brother is going to be so excited for you to untie him. At this point, Yon-Yon, you see the body of a hulking half-orc step up the steps with a knife stuck into his shoulder and a huge spiked cudgel wield- that he's wielding. And he catches eyes with Alok and says, Alok. I thought I was hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was my plan the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, it hasn't been your turn yet, so you. Yeah, had well, a, a I thought I was hiding so. behind the lip. I thought he would see uh, Matthias first because he threw the knife at him. <laughs> but um, it's well, it's I, not your turn though, right? It's, so, well, if he if he says a lock to me, I'll just shrug. <laughs> I won't say anything. I'll just shrug. Okay, and it's at that point, Yon Yon, that your readied action can fire off. So I don't imagine I shoot grease out of my hand. I imagine it just appears underneath them, like okay. sneakily. Great. Like it's just like <laughs> stealth <laughs> grease. Yeah, stealth grease. Yeah, I don't. Right. I'm like, it does yeah, like a fire hydrant, like shooting out water. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's not Inspector yeah, Gadget it's, style. Yeah, no, I just imagine that it, it appears. It, it kind of starts okay. bubbling underneath them. Yeah, and he looks at you, and and he says, "Alok," and what do they have to beat to avoid falling in the grease? 13. Yeah. All three of them come sliding, go sliding down the stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Bingo. (laughs) You can't see anything beyond that. But you do hear, shortly after that, the snarls and yells of dogs and the awful cry of Holly, who is being on the balcony attacked by these two dogs one of which buries its teeth into her leg, and she cries out in pain. The two women, you can't see this. I don't think any of you guys can see this, actually, now, because Yon Yon, you and Biggle and Alok and Matthias are all upstairs, and Dodge, you're in the banquet hall. So none of you can really see this. You can hear Holly crying out as she is being ganged up on by quite a few people. And you hear the thwangs of crossbows. So initiative's over then? Alok, <laughs> <laughs> uh... it is your turn. The stairs have just appeared greasy, and you've locked eyes with who you do remember, Fancy Henry. Stairs just appeared greasy, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is, well, yeah, that's, I guess that's what happened. Well, since Fancy Henry just took like a water slide down the stairs, um... I'm going to kind of rest my back up against the the lip of the staircase again that I was leaning up against 
and as the as I see Biggle go upstairs and Yan Yan shoot that spell from halfway up the staircase. Again, I didn't I didn't shoot it. Right. It's not shot. Sure, 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 sure. You yeah. saw his hands waving. Yeah. I saw some slippy slip. I'm gonna just take it upon myself that my mission right now is to stop anybody from coming up these stairs. Great. So that's that's my plan. Anyone that comes that makes it past the grease, I'm just gonna knock them back down. Okay. Great. So you're gonna ready that ready in action. Ready in action to, to hit anybody who makes it up the grease. Yep. Great. So. Yeah, you're posed at the top of the stairs, looking down at this tangle of bodies, which is these like two humans snowball, and Fancy Henry. Like a snowball, like all the, yeah. All greased up at the bottom of the spiral staircase, down on the balcony. Dodge, this curly-lipped dude just laid into the guy that you were trying to untie, and you hear next to you, the other one goes, and looks at you intently, wide-eyed, and looks down at his chest. Up, up at you, down in his chest. Up at you, down in his chest. Give me an insight check. 19. You see he has a similar outfit as... They all had similar outfits. These hemp, woven hempen shirts with the pieces of wood kind of sewn in. Yeah. But one of them is larger and looks like it can be taken out. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to take it out. Yeah. You handily pull it out, and you see that it's this large piece of bark with runes on it. And it feels like you could crumple it in your hands. I do that? I crumple? <laughs> Roll the crumple. As a bonus action, incidentally, you crumple this piece of bark, and you watch as your hands, starting with the hand that crumpled this bark, moving down your arm, up to your shoulder, and up your neck, and all over your body, you can feel your outer skin take on a bark-like resistance. Oh, snap. As you're watching this happen, kind of shocked and wide-eyed, this guy with this cudgel looks at you, and his eyes are wide, too. He was not ready for this. You both look down at this elf that you just pulled this thing from, and he just kind of, mm-hmm, <laughs> just kind of nods at you. Now you effectively have, you have the effect of the bark skin spell. Sweet. So now your armor class went up from 13? Yeah, to 16. 16. Yeah. I'm going to need that. <laughs> I'm going to need nobody else to Are hit me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll, we'll, we'll resolve that when it comes back around to your turn. It's not quite your turn yet. It was actually his turn. Yon Yon, you're seeing your two em- employees poised and ready at the top of the stairs that you've just greased. And you feel at this point pretty confident in your vantage. But you can hear the screams of Holly below, who came to your aid when you were all almost dead. Outside the Fuck tower. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you for that. <laughs> Don't play on my heartstrings. Don't pull at my cords. Don't pull at these cords. I'm going to do what Yan Yan would consider to help as much as possible. A-lock. Uh, yeah, yeah, boss. Go help Holly. <laughs> Go down there. <laughs> B-b-boss. No, 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 no. You're not hearing me correctly. Go help Holly. We need her alive. Yes, b- Yes, boss. Oh, man. Then I'm going to cast Minor Illusion Mm -hmm. of a cat, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to send it down out to where I heard her onto the balcony. 
to oh try to God, catch the attention. So good dude. to catch the attention of the dog. Two dogs, yeah. Oh my God! And you just hear. I want the cat to jump off the balcony, like to, <laughs> to have them chase it and wait and it. Okay, it. that's so good, dude. Yeah, I rolled very poorly for those two dogs. <laughs> so that cat, yeah, your little minor illusion magical cat is gonna run down the stairs. Toward the dogs, Fifi and, and Fufu done fucked up. Yeah, Fifi and Fufu will fuck, fuck both them. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and not to have a, me have a million things to. I, and then I I assume at this point my because it's not concentration. My minor illusion will be coming upstairs. Oh, your uh, unseen servant. My, or sorry, my unseen servant, and I just want him to wait at the foot of the stairs where you are. Uh, no, where the grease is. Okay, gotcha. And then I want to start making my way upstairs. Nice. Okay, you come upstairs. Yeah, I'm going to say you do all that and you come upstairs to where Biggle is. Okay, yeah. That was good. That was fast thinking. Matthias, you see a cat, strangely enough, somehow nimbly making its way down these greased stairs. Mm -hmm. And Alok... Like slides down them, like a slip and slide. No problem. Alok looks at you with a frustrated look and you guys are standing at the top of the stairs. What would you like to do? Yeah, Matthias is going to walk up to kind of the, the top of the stairs and touch the the stairs to be sure that like they're greased so like the top Actually of the stairs greasy. are greased yeah. yep oh it's real grease yeah <laughs> no imitation shit this here this is a peculiar uh substance on the stairs um would you like to go down these with me no i would not but the boss says we gotta get ollie lay down me yeah you I thought we should go down this together. Like, you you sit down, I, I put my arms around your big body, and we go down together. Do you know what a toboggan is? Yes, like this. Yes, we, we sit like Thank this. you for giving me our this. Our butt is a toboggan, and we put our arms around each other. I would like to use my strength to position him to lay down. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's not it's your turn, dog. Turn. It's Matthias' turn. <laughs> it's guy, not your turn, dude. dog. I would like to do something that I'm not allowed to do. <laughs> well, I, uh... I guess I shall uh, see you on the bottom, yeah? And I take my shield out and I put it on the stairs and I hop on it and just slide down. Oh my god, you guys. We are in Looney Tunes zone here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just give me a, a dex roll just, yep. to, just to see how well you can handle that. Bowling for goons, yo. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's going to be a 19. All right. So you pull out your shield. <laughs> sit on it and come sliding down these stairs and unfortunately they're not straight they're a spiral so oh, yeah. you just shoot right off the first edge okay. <laughs> and go flying I imagine that scene in cool runnings when they first take to the like actual <laughs> ice they're just like hitting the sides really hard and it's not you just go great. flying off the edge okay and your shield comes flying out from under you and Slams into the wall over by the dumb waiter, and give me another dex roll to that was see a how. Good dex roll. How did that happen on a good dex okay, roll? Okay, sure. Okay, spiral yeah. staircase, you, dude. Yeah, spiral staircase. Reroll. All right. Yeah, cool. but no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, that dex roll is to see how well you can handle falling. falling yeah, off it's the a edge. Yeah, cool. So you do very well. You land at your feet with the okay. stairway behind you, the dumb waiter in front of you, and at the bottom of the stairs the tangled bodies of two humans and a half-orc, and over in the center of the balcony, Holly fighting off these two dogs that look like they are about to lose their attention to some strange cat that is running across across the balcony, Mm -hmm. and there are, down below, on the main floor, two female humans firing crossbows up at Holly. 
So I assume that that was my movement to yes. jump down. Yes. I am going to cat. I'm going to use Druidcraft and uh, set the three dudes on fire who just slipped down the grease. Um, light them like light a torch. The grease on fire. I'm going to light them the grease on them like a torch. Oh my god. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on Holly. Nice. Oh my god. You guys mega turns. All right. Optimization Dude, dog. Level, <laughs> level one OP. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Holly is going to regain six. Oh wow. All right. She seems re-energized and looks at you and her eyes like her her eyes are glowing green and they get brighter when she sees you and she gives you kind of a grin on the side of her mouth it's at that grin that you just feel behind you and you it's like this light just just burst behind you and you just feel this brightness it lights up the whole room and just you feel the heat from this flame oh my god these guys are fucked <laughs> <laughs> well, not fancy Henry. He's doing just fine. I'm bummed. You took away my combo. <laughs> he just used your combo. No, we no, just no, 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 comboed. No. And they're screaming, and now they're writhing around on the ground trying to put out this fire that has appeared fire. on them. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta smother that shit. Wait, wait, just, 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 just to be clear, the staircase isn't on fire, correct? Just these just two people. Just them, yeah. Cool. It's just them for now. Yeah. Hans fires a crossbow bolt at you, Matthias. Mm. Does a 13 hit you? 13 exactly hits if I don't have my shield. <laughs> Which you do not. <laughs> I do not have my shield. You used it as a sled instead, you dingus. Banana tower. Seven damage, homie. Oh. And you hear him say, far too many cowboys. Meanwhile, Biggle. Mm-hmm. You have emerged into a dark, cold floor of the tower, and you can feel the stormy air blowing in from an unfinished window, and you can feel Yon Yon coming up the stairs behind you. You see what looks like a floor that is under construction. There are piles of lumber and stone and tools scattered about, and there are panes of glass that were going to be used for this unfinished window, one of which seems as though it has fallen over in the storm and spread broken glass all over the ground. And there are crates scattered about, presumably with building supplies mm-hmm. and little makeshift tables with sawhorse, like sawhorses and makeshift tables for building and cutting things. There is, in the center of the floor, another spiral staircase leading up to another floor. So this spiral staircase isn't where I am. It's on the other side of this hallway, correct? Oh, no, sorry. It oh. is It is. It pretty much exactly it's right where, where I am. Okay. Yeah. So this stairway that you're on in the center goes up one more floor, or you could stop at this floor. Okay. So, But you can feel the... In the rain coming in the broken, the unfinished window, and it's completely dark. And you can hear down below you the sounds of battle, but it's it's dimmed by the kind of eerie unfinished reality of this room so i would say as i'm saying this under my breath but out loud i would say now if i were a painting if i were a painting where would i be if i was a maniacal wizard where would i hide my magical painting yan yan uh if you had a painting that you didn't want anyone else to find where would you hide it and Yon Yon's right behind you on the stairs. He's a little farther. Or where? Coming up the yeah, stairs yeah, yeah. behind you, yeah. 
I don't necessarily know. All wizards are different. They sync kind of sporadically. So if I were to hide something, I would tie it to a memory or something that I love or something that no one knew anything about but me. Hmm. So the quandaries that I have, that I've been trying to discover this entire time is, what does this wizard hold dearly to him? Indeed. I'll check the next floor. I'm going to keep going up to the top. Yes. You continue up the stairs. Yeah, so I'm dash actioning. Okay, this is great. You dash up one more floor after seeing this kind of construction zone mm-hmm. and getting Yon-Yon's insight. And you're kind of, you're, you're hurrying. You're at the same pace as, you're moving at the same pace as the combat below you, but just with a different set of motivators, right? So you're, you're, run, you're dashing up the stairs, thinking, thinking hard, thinking hard, and you, you see this construction site. You, and you run up to the next floor. And the stair, the spiral staircase ends here. Above you is a wooden ceiling. All around you is a panoramic view of the forest. And you see a few really interesting things in this room. You see a stand that you would recognize as a music stand with a sheet of music next to it, but no instrument. And you see a painting easel and some dried paints and an unfinished painting there's 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 a canvas on the easel but it's something it was a work in progress apparently and there's also a table with some scattered papers and notes and that's all you can see in this room at this point the sound of the combat below is so diminished that a sense of calm comes over you not just from being removed from the combat but also you feel as though you've stepped into somebody's special place. You you recognize the energy in this room. This is this is the same energy that is in your workshop. When you are tinkering away hard at something and nothing else matters to you. The same kind of energy in this room. This is where this wizard would come to do something. So I want to um I want to make an arcana check in this room. Okay. We'll do Whatever that you want me to on do your that. next turn. Great. Dosh. Your skin has turned to bark. There's an unconscious elf at your feet who you would try to untie. And there is a cudgel-wielding, leather-clad, snarl-lipped human ready to barrel into you. What would you like to do? As the sound of combat thunders on the balcony above you. I will de-gag and untie the other guy. Okay. The other elf that's... Or, it's an elf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other elf that's with me. Okay, the one that you just took the the bark skin thing off of him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, the other the other elf is dead. He's unconscious. He's unconscious. I I'm just gonna say this. You're gonna you're gonna be able to untie him faster if you just cut the ropes versus if you try to fuck with these knots. So I don't have any of my weapons. Right, you don't, because they were thrown away from you. Yeah. So I mean, I could like try to like yoink this guy's dagger. All right. The cudgeled boy's dagger? Does he have a dagger or something I can just, like, quick grab and then... No, he does not, but it is it is important that the first thing you said was you were going to ungag yeah. this guy. Can I see a PHP from someone? In the back of the player's handbook is a list it, it of all like of these five spells. Seconds, and then I was like... All spells the character may uh, use are in the Brad player's handbook. played D&D for almost two years okay. now? Hold on, guys. I was hoping for the ability to edit that out. 
as I look this up. We have to do that. Yeah, we still have that. This is a silence moment. However, you've already used your action for the turn, so you'll have to wait until next turn. Yeah, so Blake, that is the end of your action. Blake, you are now taking the dodge action as the DM. Zing, D&D humor. So you ungag him and begin to untie his hands. Yeah, and I guess I'm kind of like dragging us both away from this cudgel dude. <laughs> yeah. Like as, as I'm like hurriedly trying to loosen the ropes. He says, my hands, my hands, just free my hands. I'm working on it, mister. Give me a dexterity roll. I want to see how quickly you can untie these knots. As this guy's barreling down on you with this cudgel. 17. You say... I'm working on it, mister. And at that, you feel the knot loosen and he breaks his hands out and begins waving them in a spell formation toward this guy that's closing in on you guys. So I'm going to use the rest of my movement to circle around the back of the room towards the door that he came in. Like I'm going to keep backing up. Yeah, up against the wall. So I I do want to clarify, there's two doors in this room. One that leads to the front room which is the one you came in there's another one on the side that leads to the hallway that and then across the hallway there's a door to the kitchen you don't know that right but you can see you can see that there's a second door in here. i'm gonna go in the door to the door that i don't know where it goes yeah and it doesn't have a latch or a handle or anything it's just like saloon style door and you slide right out into the hallway and as you do that you see green light begin to emanate in the room that you just left Meanwhile, Matthias, up on the balcony, Holly looks at you. You've exchanged this look. You've given her a smile. She gives you a smile. She says, half-elf or no, today we save these woods together. That's going to be it for this week. Whew. Doozy of a doozy of an ending there. Did the players turn a corner in this battle? Are they going to come out victorious in the tower against Hans and his crew? Are they going to eventually find this painting? Tune in next time to find out. Before we go, I just want to send out a big thank you to Stumptown Coffee Roasters for their passion project grant and helping us get funded and get the equipment we needed to get started. Also want to send a thank you out to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. Super rad album. Check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. Also, I haven't mentioned this yet. I want to send a big thank you to Hugh Newell. who He's the one that did all our artwork, uh, the artwork for the podcast like the main icon and he did a stellar job and yeah thank you so much hugh uh if anyone's interested in checking out his art you can find him on instagram at hugh newell that's spelled h-u-g-h-n-e-w-e-l-l yeah great artist great guy check him out and of course before we go thank you everyone listening thank you for sitting at the table with us thanks for putting up with us and thanks for every table you sit at and and every moment you create everything you're doing don't stop don't give it up 
that's what makes it worth it. That's what makes all of the it worth it. Remember, the right play is the fun play. Hi, this is Penn from Portland, Oregon. Uh, during one of our recent campaigns, my players were tasked with acquiring a magical artifact from a cloud giant countess. They successfully entered a cloud castle without resorting to violence, but when confronted with the countess herself, they decided the most expedient solution was to kill her. It was an intense battle that ended when the bard successfully polymorphed the countess into a turtle and hurled her out a window of the cloud castle where she fell to her death a mile below. Quite satisfied with themselves, the players then proceeded to look for the artifact, only to learn that it was hidden using Liamin's secret chest, which can only be accessed by the being who cast the spell. That being, of course, was the Countess, who was now a pile of jelly. So the players were forced to abandon that particular quest, but it was a good reminder for them that you can't always kill your way to an objective. <laughs>